No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Head over to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram for all your Grateful Dead inspired amazing t shirts and stickers and hoodies. There's new designs coming out all the time. Gift certificates if you can't figure out what to get somebody if you're buying something for somebody else and it's not just going to be some lame bullshit thing that comes to your house all by itself. It's a box. 
that's hand-designed, unique. There's only going to be one of them in existence, and it's going to be yours when that one gets to you. Your shirt's going to be rolled up nice. It's going to have pretty twine on it. There's going to be all kinds of surprises in there for you. You're not going to be let down, I promise you. So go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get yourself some goodies, man. Hook it up. If you live in the Portland area and you like to smoke cannabis, and I'm guessing if you listen to this show, you probably have either smoked it or today or you like to smoke it, go to Define Premium Cannabis here in Forest Grove and Hillsboro, two locations to serve you. All of your cannabis needs to your, you know, everything from your flour to your edibles, rosins, distillates, creams, topicals, drops, CBD, you name it, they got it. And it's the best stuff here in the Portland area. We wouldn't take them as a sponsor if they weren't top of the line. It's D-E-F-Y-N-E, Premium Cannabis, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. You can go on Instagram at Define Premium Cannabis and check them out. Or you can go to define.life on the internet to learn more. Head over there and get yourself some Define. Speaking of cannabis... Kush Supply Company, or Kushco, is our beautiful Osiris sponsor and partner who also just so happens to be the largest producer of cannabis packaging for the entire industry. As medical and recreational cannabis continue to be legalized, one leader has emerged as the go-to company to produce state-of-the-art compliant packaging for cannabis, and guess what? It's Kushco. What does it mean? What, do you, what does all this mean, you say? Well, every state that has legal cannabis has different laws about how cannabis is supposed to be packaged, they need to be childproof, this, that, comply with labeling requirements and all that. Kush knows all the regulations for every state, but packaging doesn't have to be lame or ugly, so Kushco works with producers to create their own branding on amazingly innovative boxes, tubes, bottles, and other packages so they look amazing and function really well. And... I know from experience because there's a thousand of these things laying around our house. It's true. They do function really well. So Kushco also produces vaping hardware and supplies. And if you've been in a cannabis dispensary lately, and I'm guessing most or all of you listening have, you've probably or most definitely seen Kushco products. Kushco has offices in 10 states plus Canada and China. So if you want to support the family and one of our Osiris sponsors, please go to kushsupplyco.com forward slash podcast to learn more and check out what they're up to. Thanks, guys. This is Reed Mathis. This podcast is In The Loop, the legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Check out OsirisPod.com and stay in the loop. Sign up for the newsletter to learn about the newest podcasts and events. Relics Magazine is a media partner of Osiris. For music news, go to Relics.com. Osiris. Hey now, No Simple Road family, what's happening out there? This is Aaron, and uh, I know this is weird putting out a second episode right after putting out another one, but 
we were hanging out this morning, at Alex and I, and um, started having a really uh, poignant conversation. And it occurred to me that while we were having, I was like, fuck, I should really be recording this. And uh, so I went and grabbed the recorder and we continued our conversation. And then in the middle of it, Ryder came out and laid some heavy shit on us. And we ended up having a really cool therapy session and it happened with the recorder on and I thought it would be really cool to have you guys step inside a little further and see kind of, I don't know if it's behind the scenes because everything we've been doing is behind the scenes, but something a little deeper that's part of the fabric of this family and who we are as people and seeing a little bit on the inside of our struggles and how we deal with each other and, you know, if there's any of you out there that are dealing with any of this stuff, uh, maybe it'll strike that chord with you and give you some comfort to know that we're there with you. So, yeah, this is uh, wasn't planned. This isn't a guest. This is us waking up on a day off from work and having coffee out on the porch. And then what you're about to hear is what went down. Um, as always, please remember to follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends about the show. Head over to www.nosimpleroad.com and sign up for the newsletter on the family tab. Check out the calendar of events that are over there. Make sure to check out the Reddit. That's r forward slash no simple road. And that's where you can get involved even more with the No Simple Road family. Get to know each other. Get to meet. Work your shit out with each other, kind of like how we're doing here. You can do it over the internet. Kind of give you a place to express yourself that's not quite so in your face and personal, but with people that understand who you are and kind of share the same interests that you do and, and all that. Also, head over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That is how you can help support this family. Continue to keep this show free for you guys and help us keep the bus rolling down the road, keep doing this thing that we're passionate about and that you guys like listening to. That's how you can support us with your dollars. That's patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And I don't know what else to say about this. Um, I just felt like this was something that needed to go out. And so what you're going to hear is about an hour long conversation with the no simple road crew on a Monday morning over coffee. So I hope you guys get something out of this. I'm pretty sure you will hang in there with it. It's pretty heavy. Love you guys, and we'll see you on the other side. Context about what we're talking about. Alex and I are... What are we talking about? How would you put this into context for people? How would I put this into context for people? Well, I... uh, Like, the way way I've been... What we've been calling it is a fit. Like 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 I threw a little fit. But it was a freakout. I mean, like, uh, it was a psychedelic freakout, man. Yeah, I, I, and yeah. I just told Alex, I was just telling Alex this story about when I was younger and before I had gone on Dead Tour, but after my first Dead show, about a time that I completely lost my shit tripping and the way that it colored every trip after that. But Alex, oh, yeah. Alex had a really rough time 
at Darkstar last year. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. I didn't, no, no, no. You're good. We had to stop and get more coffee. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that was yeah. It was last February, and we went to see Darkstar at the Roseland. And I think it was. I think it was a Saturday show. If it was a Saturday show, because it was my uh, it was my friend Matt's birthday that night. Uh, he wasn't with us, and I whatever. But um, uh, we went to the show, and and I was not. I was. I was not really paying attention to it, but going into it, I was not cultivating the right headspace. I was pretty stressed out, and I was living with my folks. And but you see, when you were over here that day, you were excited. I was, yeah. I was, you seemed like yeah. you were excited, and like whenever we get to trip together, it's it's Always, exciting. Yeah. And, and you and I are like sending each other texts, like three more sleeps, yep, two yep, more sleeps, yep. like. I was I, I was building it up a little bit too much too like but you had said before we went in the house you were like I was withdrawing when I started coming on and I asked you why oh yeah so when I started to come on it was very strong very fast and I felt uncomfortable and paranoid and insecure is the word for it like around us around the room of people it wouldn't have mattered if I who I was with you know like I was just it was those thoughts what of do you like, think that is man? I think it's I think it's it's a reflection of whatever else if you feel insecure about something even if you don't know it because you know so it's so easy to to feel insecure and not even put your finger on it sort of thing does I, that make sense Yeah like in the past for me those moments of like that paranoia when it creeps in mm -hmm. at a show Yeah I feel like everybody's gonna know I'm high, and and yeah. I'm forgetting that everybody else there is fucking just as out of their mind as I am. Yeah, like anybody who looks over at you and thinks like that guy's high is gonna be like right on, you know? Yeah, but not like he's but high. In reality, who gives a fuck? Yep. Seriously, yeah. who? Like sitting here on my porch, I think about thinking that, and I'm like, what? It's so silly. Is wrong with you? Yeah. Why would you care? Like, uh -huh. I would be like, fuck yeah. I'm high. Yeah, big time. And so is it maybe that we feel like, I don't know, ashamed of thoughts that we have and we don't want others to hear our thoughts? Yeah, big time. Is I that what that, it is? I felt that. I mean, that was a conscious thought that I had that night. And I've had it before. Really? Of like, like, okay, don't think about that too hard because your friends are going to know. <laughs> you know, when you're high, yeah, But totally. what is there that you could possibly tell me that I would be like... I know, right? Oh, God, <laughs> Alex, say well, it ain't so. That's, that's the core of what is so... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Irrational about embarrassment. When you're with your friends and family. Like, worried about being embarrassed in front of you, Aaron, me, worrying about being embarrassed in front of Aaron is pretty silly when we talk about it, you know, in the I mean, I'm thinking about, like, all of my shit. I'm thinking of all this, I'm thinking of all just the dumb, silly shit that we've done around each other of, like, there is nothing to be But I'm thinking about, about like, you know? the skeletons in my closet. That's where, I think that's really where it comes from. It's skeletons in the closet. Whether it's, like, a big one or just something that, you know, you've been chewing on something for the week leading up to it. But even, even the big skeletons in my closet, like... If I sit here right now and I think about like telling you about it, it doesn't give me anxiety. Like I, mm -hmm. you would just be like, "Oh, yeah," and that would be the end of that. And I think it's something that us silly human beings do. That other consciousness in the universe probably looks, you know, it's probably a cosmic joke. 
of like, hey man, you're being a little bit too much of a person about this. <laughs> you know, like Darwin's like, why would you care? See, he's right here with us. I like my own asshole, man. Uh huh. It's cool. Sometimes I ask you to pull stringy poopy things out of me. Sometimes too. Yeah. You wipe my eye boogers. So anyway, sorry. So anyway, so you were retreating into. I was I was hiding from my skeletons in my closet. I was li- like I was saying I was living at my parents' house and I've been there for four or five months I guess four months and wasn't sure how that was going. Didn't really feel very secure about it and was not feeling like I have, I've always have a hard time feeling like I can be my true self around my family like my blood family you know. And I'm so I'm still I'd, figuring that shit out. I know right. That's not to get sidetracked, but that's the key to letting that go of just being like. Man, you've helped me out a lot with that. Just really? like our talks about our dynamics with our family of like, like, why do I have this expectation that by a certain age and a certain time, my parents and I are going to have each other figured out? It's, it's a fucking, that's a myth. Dude, having my mom here watch us do the podcast and like being honest about what we do mm-hmm. in front of her was a huge milestone. I bet. Yeah. Huge. Big time. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway. Um... I didn't want, yeah, I wasn't, I was withdrawing from people because I didn't want people to, I didn't want people to see me. You didn't want us to hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I didn't want anybody to hear my thoughts. I didn't want anybody to see me and see me being uncomfortable and make that feel, make them, make that feel, Jesus, make that, make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, but, um, and that doesn't help. No, that that right there is the. That's a recipe that's for shooting yourself in the fucking foot. disaster yeah. right there. Now you're going down the you're going yeah. down the hole. You already fell off the boat, and now you're like swing down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of up. totally. So, um, <clears throat> like, uh, like a Darwin hair in my coffee. Awesome. Imagine that. Wow, that doesn't often happen. Mm-mm. I um I was not happy with myself, and all those feelings of like, okay, like like you need to be unseen from you don't want people to be seeing you and you don't want people to be noticing you and you're in the worst possible position yep. ever you're at a dark star show on psychedelics yep and you're gonna put it out and you're gonna you're gonna blab it and you're gonna you're gonna psychically put it out and verbally put it out and maybe say something to somebody that you don't want to tell them stuff like that and because i was feeling that way about like okay what you are is not what other people need or should see what Okay, like that then took me to the thought of like, okay, well, let's go over everything that's shitty about Alex. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I was thinking about my kids and my relationship with them. And I was, in my mind, I was a complete failure Aww. as a father. And that I was doing them. Look, dude, you're an amazing dad. Thanks, man. And I'm not. Fuck the recorder. Mm-hmm. Like, for Thanks, real, man. dude. Yeah. From one dad to another. You got this. That means a lot. Big time. It's not easy, dude. It's fucking hard. There is... N- I, I've told Simon this many times when I've fucking blown it with him. There's no fucking rule book. Uh-uh. And, and I'm a fuck up a lot of the time. And I'm doing the best I can. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. That yeah. is what matters. Like, I don't ever stop reaching for the highest with him. Yeah. Ever. And because that's how you do it. That's how you, that's how you accomplish doing the best that you can do. Right. By so trying to do your best. You were tripping out about being a bad dad. I was tripping out, tripping out about being a bad dad. And I was connecting that with my feelings of, of guilt and also just like self blame of not being myself with my family. 
of like that being the disservice that I was doing to people, to to my parents and my siblings. Like by you not being yourself with them and everybody. It was like, of course you have a fucked up relationship with your mom. She doesn't know who you are. Oh shit. You know, and you know who you are. And so you don't understand why she treats you a certain way. Like you're a different person. It's because you don't show her the person that you are. She's treating the person that you show her you are. Yep. Or, or she's just treating me like, like I, less than that. I, I didn't, I gave my mom a blank slate to draw a perception of a person because I wasn't giving her one. It wasn't that I was giving her a certain type of person that I'm not. It was that I was just withholding who I really am and how I really am in, in some ways, of course, not all. She's my fucking mom. There's plenty of ways that she knows me better than I do myself. But, um, I think it's funny that this happened over a year ago and this is the first time you and I have talked about it. Uh huh. Like we, we've made a joke. Yeah. About no. It. no, 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 <laughs> and we'll get to that. But like, we will get to that. But yeah, you and I have never sat down and discussed it because I don't know. It hasn't been. It just didn't come up. Yeah, it hasn't really been the thing. That's and I'm not gonna. Up. So Alex, mm-hmm. tell me what happened that day at Dark Star Orchestra. Yeah. yeah. Let us dissect your mind. Well, I mean, I I feel like I haven't. That was my Sigmund Freud. It was a good impression. One. You like that? It was a really that good one. Good. Uh, let's hear your, well, anyway. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, I've been, I haven't, I didn't try to unpack it too hard either. Like, I, it's definitely kind of like any, the realizations that I've had and the things that I feel like I've learned from it, like I want to call them things I've learned from it, uh, have just come up naturally. You know, they'll come out of nowhere and I'll link what I'm going through or what I'm feeling or what's happening around me to that and be like, oh, okay, you know, and move on. And every time that I've tripped since then, it's been that's been on my mind and part of it not like oh god i hope that doesn't happen again but like you know i felt like every you know you learn something every time it's it's a trip to understand that they're in that space i was telling you earlier like after my first dead show for the first i don't know two years of going to shows like i had this misconception that Everybody around me was focused on me. I'm uh-huh. such a fucking narcissist as a kid that, like, everybody's focused on me. Yep. And that they're going to see my shit and that I'm not cool enough or I'm not good enough or I'm not, um, I don't know enough about the music or I'm going to dance wrong or yep. I'm going to move wrong or I'm all that fucking stupid shit that's like. And you're totally right to, to, like connect narcissism with that because that's what I that's what I try to tell like people that I care about who are struggling with with uh like feeling badly about themselves in the context of everybody's watching me is like look man you're not a selfish person and you're not being like actively selfish right now but selfishness is part of that thought that's part of that stew of like of course not every single person is looking at you it's like when you when you go to the bank and you feel like you were maybe kind of like you had a weird moment with the teller <laughs> And you leave and you maybe feel a little bit bad and you're like, well, actually I was the 85th person that they talked to that day and they don't even remember what I look like anymore because it's part of their job. There's no reason to feel goofy about that sort of thing. Yeah. That's where I was. So you're tripping out. I was tripping out and, um, and giving myself a hard time for not having done certain things like be myself around people that I care about and that that was a, a wrong thing that I've done for them. And everything and everything. Good morning, Ryder. Morning, Ryder. And um, 
and so so yeah so I was I was connecting that like I said I went into all of the okay let's think about all the things that make oh. you a shitty person Alex and all these bad things that you've done and don't do and mostly things that I not giving myself a hard time for things I've done it was all the stuff that I haven't it, done do you think that that's like unrealistic expectations that you have for yeah. yourself or is it shit that you really should have done it's both it's both. It's, 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 I mean, like with my kids, though, a lot of the things that I was thinking about and still think to this day of like, like, I'm sure I have regrets. I yeah. wish that I'd done things differently. I wish that I'd tackled that situation. I don't think there's there. any parent out there exactly. that's like every interaction I've had with my kids, every fucking thing I've planned and done has been yep. perfect up to this point. I have no regrets. They're perfect. Yep. It's like when you're a dick and then you feel bad later, that feeling bad later means you're still, you're a good person too. You know, wow. If you were a total dick, you wouldn't feel bad ever. Yeah. <laughs> you be apologetic. But, um, uh, like with my kids, I was just thinking about all the things that I hadn't done to secure a parenting plan with their mom and sort of like solidify my role as their dad and take control of certain things or take charge, not take control, but take the lead on certain things with her that I hadn't and that I had lost control of the situation and that that was the worst possible thing I could have done for my kids and that it was hopeless that it wasn't like okay man you gotta like like think about this and like there's truth in what you're feeling and thinking it's okay but change what you're doing moving forward it was like no it's fucked isn't that weird that and I know exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. and it only happens on psychedelics <laughs> yeah it's because sorry no it, it only happens on psychedelics that like when I come up against something like that it is fucking hopeless and, yeah. and it's like I've had to train myself now that when that shit comes up to be like, okay, I'm feeling this so that I can see it. Yeah. Not so that it can destroy me. I'm being shown this. Yeah. I'm being clued in. Yeah. yeah. And so that I can course correct mm-hmm. so that I don't slam into the wall. I haven't hit the wall yet. And, and even if yeah. I had, this is how you can get over the wall. And that's one of the things that certainly all of us and so many of the other people, people like us, our kin go into it with, you know, like looking forward to that, like knowing that that's a part of the thing and whether you're excited for it or not, like that's, that's part of the draw. Sometimes I just want to dance, man. And going, (laughs) and and going, (laughs) and going through, going through these experiences and having a bad time or having a bad trip are what makes it when you then go on to have a great time and you can let go of those things and like see that door and just be like, nope, (laughs) I'm I'm spinning tonight. Yeah. That's what makes those so great, you know? But, uh, um, I was uh, I was just in my head telling myself I was a piece of shit and that everything was hopeless is the is the short of it. And uh, Mel tried to get me to stand up and dance. Ryder, you were with me. Well, yeah, you were like, just you were just like we're talking about dark. We're talking about dark. Yeah, yeah, you're just sitting, mm-hmm, kind of trying not to. I'd thrown up in front of a security guard. I really I had staggered up the steps. There was a garbage can pretty close to where we were at because I'd already peeped it when we were going in. <laughs> and I like staggered up to it and there was a person standing next to it and I tapped him on the shoulder and was like, excuse me, and kind of like not pushed but guided them away with yeah. my hand. You're gonna, gonna wanna move. I was, like, I was just like excuse me and I said, I'm going to vomit and I pushed them away and, and launched bright purple <laughs> just liquid vomit into this garbage can and looked up and had my little wet wipe in my pocket and was like dabbing the corners of my mouth and looked up and saw a security guard. Good day, sir. And he was just like, <laughs> he had big gauges and fucking a bone through his nose and a mohawk and was just like, fuck it, hippies. 
Hey, you yeah. handled yourself pretty well. Hey, man. Sure did. Hey, brother, this is me having a good time, yeah. all right? Yeah. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> but, um, fucking, anyway. Uh, and... And I and then so I was thinking about all these things. I left the topic of my kids and my family, and was just going over all the regrets that I had about my own person, and having not been myself, and things about myself that I don't share with the world, and experiences I've had that I don't share, share with it. The world. Alex, share it with the world. It's coming. It's coming. Oh. Trust me. Oh, okay. Um, I was kidding, but okay. On that note, I actually came out here to talk to you and apologize for what I've been funky the past couple of weeks, and I'm sorry. And uh, wow, well, uh, this is out of nowhere, guys. So yeah, you're getting well, the real I've, deal. I've you been do trip it out of this yeah. the past couple. Of Come days. sit over here so they yeah, can hear yeah, you, man. Like let's, pick you up let's get the real thing. Um, I don't, I don't do nonstop. Well, you don't do what? Nonstop. Nonstop. What's go, that? go, go. Like. Go, go, go. Oh. What we've been doing since the beginning of, the summer, of last let's summer. Let's go, let's go, and let's go. I've been kind of which isn't out of character. <laughs> so that's some shit that doesn't happen. <clears throat> but one of the things that does happen when I get depressed is my, I guess, um, empathetic fortitude is reduced. Like when people come up to me with, and they're like upset, I immediately mirror it and it takes everything that I have not to and normally I can grit my teeth and bear it but half my job is that yeah but those people don't matter no but I I don't I I don't (laughs) yes no please understand what I mean by that they're they're not your family you're uh, you're absolutely right they don't but I have to (laughs) fuck them man professionally I have to keep the straight face. I can't just be like, you're a fucking asshole and I'm not doing this. Right, I have right. to calm them down and make sure that they're okay with the situation. And then I come home and I I don't have the energy to do that anymore. And that's not fair to you guys. I'm sorry. Well, it's fine. It's okay. You're allowed to live your life, dude. That's what being family is. We got your back. Like... I am not always a flower. I am not an easy person to fucking get along with sometimes. I could be a real piece of shit. You know? And you guys love me anyway. And despite that. And I'm not saying that you're a piece of shit. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I got that. Piece of shit that sometimes. came out wrong. <laughs> we're but all a piece of shit. We're doing the best we can. And I, I, I get it, dude. And with you. My uh, view of you is skewed, and I realized recently that, that I forget that you're 24. I forget that. He knew you when you were born. Yeah, I forget that you're 24. I forget that this is all new. Um, I completely forget that. And so... In that, I expect more of you than I should because... No, for real. I'm being honest. Because I expect you to react like Apple or Mel would 
and you just don't have the experience to know what to do. It's like your room. Like, you just don't know. Like, nobody... Your parents did not teach you that. You didn't... Nobody yeah. ever showed you that. Like, it's just the way it is. But in my head, I'm like, he's fucking 40 years old. Why wouldn't he know to keep his room clean? No, dipshit, he's 24. And he never got taught it. Like, and... The, the only thing that I will say, and this is just from your uncle that loves you, mm-hmm. and I say this with, like, all the love in the world attached to it, is, like, what we're in and what we're doing is big. And not to, like... I'm not talking about no simple road. I'm talking about the all part of it, like the life, the life part of it, and like I see you scared of it, and that's where the depression is coming from. That's the root of that. Doesn't have to do with your family at this point. It doesn't. It. Oh, I know. Because they're there. You've you've seen that there's another side to everything and you touch it and and then do this and then do your best to stay away from it and that's where the depression comes from I did it that's how I know I do it and at some point and this is you this is your trip this is Ryder's thing you're gonna have to make a decision. Like, you can only walk the fence of that thing for so long before it will either make you or break you. Like, that's the reality of it. Like, that whole, that whole world is, is a fucking beautiful, amazing thing. And once you touch it, it begins to infuse your you-ness forever and it if you push it away the other part of you starts to dematerialize that's what happened to me when I was on the street in Vegas shooting heroin I left that thing and everything fell apart and I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen I'm not putting that on you I'm telling you that was my experience with it that's what I see and have seen in other people in life around me and I see it in you I see you come to come with us and you'll do the thing and then you're immediately afterwards like try and get out of it as fast as you can to get back to baseline and there is no fucking baseline anymore baseline is gone and I hate to be the bearer of bad news but it's the truth and you can't reach for something that's not there anymore and feel like you're not going to get depressed. That's where it's coming from. And I I probably should have said something to you sooner. But again, I feel like you... I have that misconception of writer, Of like, he fucking knows this already. But you don't. And everything's going to be all right. 
man. Every fucking thing's gonna be all right. You look where you are. Look who you got around you. Look what we're doing. Look at the life that we have and the people that are around us and the feeling that it feels like in our house. And like that's also because of you. That's because you're here, not because of me and not because of Darwin or Mel or Apple or Simon by themselves. It's because of all of us doing this together. It's all one sauce. Yeah, man. That thing that people come over here and they're like, this place is a fucking vortex, man. That's you doing that. That's Ryder. That's that's your worth added into this thing. And without you, we don't have that thing anymore. It's It'll be something else. But you're part of this. And you need to take ownership of that. And be here with us. And not vacation here do you hear me yeah and it's not something you need to feel bad about it's you growing up you're growing up dude you're fucking growing up it sucks it's (laughs) it sucks it's it's not even that I uh it's I don't know how no you do you do. I got you. I, You're not supposed to feel like you know how anyway. Yeah, I don't That's know what I'm doing either, what it brother. Comes down to is, I guess more that uh, I don't know. Like, where do you start? Like, do I do do I carry my birth certificate with me? Do I yeah, right? Like, like I've got all that shit. <laughs> there is no. What start. do I do if there's inclement weather? There is no start. It's a. Uh, it's like when you're. It's like when you're rolling and you you can't finish a thought more than 30 seconds long. You know what I mean? Every moment of every day is the start and the middle and the end at the same time. And that sounds like some woo-woo hippie nonsense, but when you put it in the context of this, of just like, it's every moment. And if you spend that moment giving yourself a hard time for the mistake you made in the last time you had this opportunity or the last moment, and the only reason why I say that is because that's exactly what I do a that's lot. That's what we were of, just talking about. Yep. Is, um... I mean, it's just, it's every moment. And it's not, like... And if you if you have it be the thing of, okay, this is a moment, and I'm going to take it, like, yeah, you got to have gumption, but that's also something that distracts you from the moment. And if you try to learn something, you're not going to learn it. But and if, you, if you let yourself learn it, the just only, let it happen. Yeah, well. the only trick that I know to growing up is if you know what you want, it, like... We all know who we would like to be, right? Like, you you have an idea of who you want to be in the future. You have an idea. It's in your head. Like, you would like... I'm. This is not what I'm saying, You, but like... Like, for me, I'll give you an example. I would love to be doing the show full-time. I would love to be under 200 pounds. I would love to be doing my art full-time. I would love to be more available for my family and have more time with them. Like, those those things, right? Like, I would like to understand my mind better. The, that shit. So, all I can do is take little steps towards those things every day. Like, when you got three days off, dude, and all you do is stay home, and don't do anything, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself. Like, 
you don't need to go fucking traveling around Portland on your days off. That's not what I mean. But do something. Do anything. Go to the grocery store. Go grocery shopping. Make dinner. Fucking clean your room. Draw. Make something. Like, keep the energy flowing. And don't retreat. I, I have been doing that. Specifically those things. Making... And the thing that... Thanks. Alex. Shuts it down. Is um, <laughs> thank you for the second mm-hmm. one. <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome. It this always comes back. What this? The depression. Like no matter what I do, I can be healthy going to the gym. going out doing stuff being with friends what's the depression what is it what is it apathy nothing what do you mean it's not sadness uh-huh. it's not like everything's bad no. but nothing's good huh like like I told you a while ago, when you were talking about um, your what was it destruction when you were in the OTO? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Annihilation. Your, annihilation. Your nothing. No music sounds good. Nothing feels like it's yours. Everything's just happening. You're just watching stuff. The happen. way you get through that is by trying different shit. Because if you. When you're in that place where everything that is familiar that used to give you comfort or excite you doesn't spark anymore, you need to go try different things. That's what I mean about keep moving. Because if you sit down and just accept that, it doesn't go away. And then it just continually comes back and comes back and comes back. And I promise there is an entire world of exciting shit out there that's made just for you like especially for Ryder exactly what you're what you don't even know you're into right now do you get what I'm saying like you don't even know it's there but if you never look you'll never find it and it's also not like depression is more than just something that it is something that happens to people but it's also more than that part of it is part of you and who you are and so when you by going out and and by staying moving it's not the depression doesn't go away it just everything else that you're doing changes how gives you different things to latch onto and gives you different different things to do and it and and it begins to manage itself i mean it takes work and it takes intention and it takes thought i'm not saying like you just got to let go man it'll be fine but it's it the good things just change how this is managed I guess is what I'm trying to say it's like what we were talking about with tripping and when you have like every time you every time you dose the next time you dose there's something of there's a flavor or a vibe or, or a theme whatever from before that's added to the stew and even if it's a bad time and the next time you, you roll it's a good time it's still part of that 
I mean, it's the same thing with the depression. Like, it's always going to be part of the stew, mm-hmm. which means it's, it's, it's an important ingredient. It's not something you should take out because then it wouldn't be the same stew. And but it's going to be it's going to take on a different role. I mean, it's part of what may, it's part of the good things. I don't know how you perceive other people. Like, I don't know what you think. I think. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just so you know, like, we all deal with that. Every human being on the planet deals with that shit. Everybody. Like, I'll go through times where I'm super jazzed about everything that's happening and feel like I'm on point and doing my shit and, like, hitting the gym and eating good and doing everything right. Like, fuck yeah. And, like, I could feel that flow going through me all the time. I feel the magic all around me. I'm like, yeah. And then the next fucking day I wake up and I'm like, fuck doing No Simple Road. I'm done. I don't, it's too much. I can't handle this anymore. It's too much fucking responsibility. I don't want to go to work. Fuck the gym. The next day. But I think back and I go, okay, when was I feeling good last? What was I doing? Let me get back to doing that shit and see if it helps. Every time it helps. Every time. That's the... that I that is specifically something that I'll do and sometimes it does help but like this time when it's real when it's really bad it doesn't, doesn't I see do you give your see I think the difference between you and I you continue giving yourself a hard time for the downtime like you you have an expectation of yourself that's unrealistic and you've built up this idea that everybody around you expects you to be a certain way I have no expectation of you dude Mel has no expectation of you Apple really has no expectation of you Darwin is the only one around here that has an expectation of you and it's real and it's really easy to hit his expectations give him a treat scratch his butt scratch his belly in his butt he's happy but Nobody has any expectation beyond you doing the best you can do. And you don't ever have to feel apologetic to your family for dealing with your shit. Do you understand me? Like, this life, brother, this is it. This We are dealing with our stuff. And it's, look, man, you got dealt a, a raw hand. You... Your foundation that you're starting from is rough. You know, you you didn't you didn't get the love that you should have got. We both got passed around a lot. You know what I mean? Our family is not the most nurturing incubator for for good human beings yeah. in the end. And so you have to realize that too like our foundations were messed up but we don't have to carry that with us it doesn't have to make up who we are now we've with the amount of drugs that you've done 
you have sandblasted and dynamited that foundation over and over and over again. And you're the one that goes back to put it back the way it was. Because it's, it's familiar and comfortable. You can start from right here. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make mm -hmm. sense? You can literally start from right here. Now. All that shit in the past. Great. It made you understanding. It made you empathetic. It made you um, a sweetheart. It made you understand other people's pain. That's all the good shit that came out of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Carry that part of it with you and let the other broken shit just be what it is. It is what it is, man. You can't make a foundation without a bunch of other broken up rocks. You can't pull concrete and I know in there. You gotta blast apart a previous foundation anyway. Which, I mean, what that means is that you, you've got tools and materials. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. And it's all like great metaphor and, and whatever, but the reality is you, you have real feelings attached to all this shit, and it's hard to deal with sometimes. That's the reality of it. And all I'm saying is nobody here has an expectation of how you should come through other beyond you doing the best you can do and saying something when you're not feeling good like that's what we're here for together to do this thing like it's if we don't do that and we suffer in silence then it breaks the whole thing I come to you guys all the fucking time and go I'm freaking the fuck out I feel pressure right now. I'm overwhelmed. I blah, blah, blah. Like, and you guys go shut the fuck up. Everything's great. Or whatever you say. And I'm okay after that. 90% of the time. And the other 10% of the time, I gotta fucking figure it out. And that whole thing about not knowing how to be an adult, that's part of becoming an adult. That feeling right there. Like, nobody knows. There's... There, it's like being a parent or being in love or we don't know but having other people around you that have done that thing and like can go no 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 you know I did this I'll give you some idea like I said just go to the stuff that worked you know what I mean like don't wallow in it and it doesn't have to make up who you are. You have an idea in your head that that is writer. You think that. And that's the only reason that it's there, is because you think it. And you've thought it for so long, and been told it over and over, that it's real. You can do the opposite with that thing. That's not who I am anymore. I refuse to fucking feel like that. I'm not doing that. It's not who I am now. I'm different. 
and then things start to become different and then you don't have to try so hard okay. I love you man I love you too you're the best nephew ever and you're a fucking sweetheart yeah. Give your... I, that's all I can say is I don't know, I Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> Thank you. I could jump on that. Yeah, man, you you I really Yeah. Man, you just pet my balls. No. In my butt. No. I will not pet your balls. You can't. I refuse that, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Snap out of it, dude. What's wrong? Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying real hard. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you said something. I mean, not for nothing, Ryder. We all feel it. This no, house I is know. like a fucking <laughs> incubator antenna. And Mel and I, I'm not going to call you out if you're going through shit. Like, I'm not going to do that. And I apologize if I'm rough with you sometimes. And the reason that I was rough is because of what I said. I forget. I really do. I forget that you're 24. And it's not... I mean... When I, when things get hard, it's not the best. But most of the time, it's... It's helped me, like, grow as a person. Like, I go back home and I... I hang out with my friends and I don't know it's I can definitely see that it's helped me grow I guess at a faster rate or into a different person that I, that's it I don't yeah. think there's a speed um, than I would have been and I'm very thankful for it yeah don't don't push it away man embrace that shit let's get weird You'll be all right. I promise. <laughs> Look. I know. It'll be okay. It won't feel like it's going to be okay all the time. But it will be okay. Like, you're smart, man. And you understand shit that a lot of people have a really hard time grasping and understanding. And you understand it on a fundamental level like it's natural for you. So you have a leg up on stuff. And you're in the perfect environment to let it grow. You know? Mm -hmm. Hate <clears> to <throat> wax poetic with Grateful Dead lyrics, but it's true. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. You don't. <laughs> Darwin, what do you think? Yeah. You said it, Aaron. Mama? What? You got anything to say? I don't know what I walked into. You want to finish, Alex, what you were saying? Sorry, I, I no, no, straight sorry. up saw no. an opportunity. I, that's why Look, I man. came out here in the first place. Look, man, the like that was that was more than relevant. Uh, that's the uh, you time. guys. Are, I came yeah. out here. No, that was perfect. not. Yeah, that was no interruption of any kind. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Other than the context of actually like a, an interruption, because I don't remember what I was saying. You're talking about fun. you tripping out at Dark Star and not wanting everybody to see who you were, and you were a bad dad, and you were tripping out. Getting on yourself about being a shitty person, and I was like, <gasps> me too. Mm, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> sometimes you can't avoid it. Yes, yeah, you definitely can't avoid it sometimes. Well, I was trying to avoid it. And like I was saying to Aaron. <laughs> I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid it. Yeah. And, and not, only, not only was I trying to avoid it, but I was giving myself, I was then immediately turning board. around and, and lumping that right in oh, with the list of no. these are the things that makes Alex a shitty person. Oh, this God. trait. You made it bigger. I made it had to be. Yeah, I mean, the well, big no, well. He made it as big as he needed to. Yeah, to big time. This no, was. I know how that yeah. Feels. You let your earlier thoughts do, and then it, like. Uh huh. Yeah. And, uh. Um. Bad dad, bad friend, bad brother, bad son, bad. Everything. Bad. All of it. And. And, and you are not just something that people don't need, like, you're a detriment. Whoa. You know? And, uh, That's deep roots right there. Very, very deep roots. I mean, it was all stuff from the bottom of the scummy barrel vroom, all the way up to the top. And that's what it felt like. It felt like that's what the come up was. It was just like me reaching down into my like lowest bowel. Do you remember bowel. how I reacted that day? No. Yes, I do. <laughs> What'd you do? T- tell him. Tell him. I didn't even give it two seconds of attention. <laughs> she went, she went. So the fuck what? Woo! Come on, do this with that's me. The best thing you really can yeah, do, do this with me. This that's one worse. of the that's one of the like, best things that Mel does. Is come on, Diversion. make it fun. We, you know. Well, because all of that shit may be form. true yeah. in your feelings, but it's not true in real life. Right. So you still have every right to feel it, but to act on it, it's like no, let's act on this instead. Mm-hmm. This is better. Yep. And you you got what you needed from everybody. But stuff like yeah. those yeah. thoughts like that can go away as easily as like they came. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they can. Wow. They can if you let That's them. That's my boy right there. <laughs> they no, can. It's true though. They it, can if you, you let them. And they're just like they just. You gotta let them. Yeah. It's like a fart. Yeah. It really is like a fart. Mm-hmm. You gonna stay in it and sniff it, or are you gonna move yep. to another area? Yep. Depends yep. on the fart. It depends on the fart. <laughs> yeah, if you shit yourself, <laughs> you gotta move. You really do gotta go to you another. You gotta room. be like, oh shit, I gotta go to another room. I think I gotta go to another building. Yeah, this is done. So how did you end up going? No, no. What was that? He was. What was that? <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, I do. It was. I mean, I think I do. I was. I remember seeing it. Your whole body was like. Tense, I know what it was. And you were like. I know exactly like what it was. Point. I know exactly what it was. What it was. I was thinking about my kids. Yep. And my son's mom and myself. And it was his behavior. And I was what I was saying earlier about giving myself a hard time for not taking, not taking charge of the things that were on my end to take charge of. And I was starting to have some really nasty, resentful thoughts about her. And not, I, I, I jumped over a little bit away from myself of like, you're shitty because you haven't done this. Of like, well, like, okay, like you let her do all these things. Wait a minute. All those things about her and the things that she's done, I focused on that for a minute Ugh. and was just like, I'm not going to let that happen anymore. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. She's in charge <laughs> right now in this second. She has control of the situation because I've given it up to her. And, like, right now in this moment, that was my thought. Like, literally as I'm thinking this, she's in charge. And no, 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 so no, you're no. psychically taking back yeah. your space. Mel was trying to get me to dance, and so I was up, and I was... That was me dancing. It was serving the same function of, like... Because- like I'm realizing that I'm not on camera, that I'm, my voice is being recorded. I have my fists, my 
hands were balled up in fists, and I had my arms up, and I was shaking them up and down, and I was sort of like jumping without lifting my feet, you know, just like, no, 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 and I had my eyes shut, and I was going, no, 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 and I was also... I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing with you. Oh, you're definitely laughing with me. I was also saying that to the whole moment of like what I was doing. Yeah, he was. Tre- it looked like he was tripping the fuck out. He was tweaking out. Yeah, he was like, I was. Ah! I was really. I was that's really. I was proud of you, and that's why I was laughing at. I was laughing yep. at it. Mel, and I knew that it yeah. was serious. And that was. A, I knew it was serious. Yeah, and that was a big part of what helped me snap out of it and be okay about it later too. Was exactly that, just Mel being right there with me and doing what she was doing. I mean, and and all and, and specifically her like. Like, I was watching her literally celebrate what was happening to me, and I was not really there enough to, like, process that. I could just tell it, and, like, it wasn't, it didn't bring me out of it, but it was just, like, that was... was, I knew it was, like, a process of the end. I was was out, yeah. I was fucking stoked about it. And that was a huge part of what, not so much what brought me out of it, but since then has let me unpack things and keep that in mind of this was such a great thing. Some of the... Some of the specific stuff that I was tripping on was stuff that I've pushed down really, really, really deep. And and kind of in my vein, one of the things that jams me up as far as just like moving around and moving through life is like a lot of people ignoring something and being like, okay, if I just don't look at that or deal with it, then it's not real. And it was festering, it was like lifetime festers, things that are part, an integral part of who I am. So you popped a, a boil. I... When I was a kid and and into my teenage years and still, I mean, like, and at times in my life, like when conditions were right in my adult life, one of the things that I struggled with, and when I was young, I didn't even know what it was. It wasn't like a conscious thought process of like, this bothers me and it makes me feel this way. I was just flailing around and bound up was um, gender identity. Um, like when I was a kid, I was just always so confused about that stuff. And I didn't have any desire. Like I didn't feel like, like a female in a man's body, like stuck like that. It was, it was not something that I was able to see clearly, but as I got older and knew other people and saw what other people were going through and started to link it it together and being who I am and, and the world that I was raised in, that was really difficult because it'd be like, of course not. That's not me. Like, I don't, that's not something that I want to be different about my life. So that's obviously not what it is. Whatever. I think I said to you that night, like, you know, Alex, you can tell me anything. You did. And you were like, no, yeah, no, you did. Yeah. No, not now. Totally. Not right now. I can't. Yeah. I talked to Mel about it and, and, uh, and, and did that to you too. Because she was basically like, like the cliff notes were like, she was like, if you want to like, you know, if that's something that you want to be about your person, like I'm with you all the way. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, hold on. I have solidly figured out that that's not what I want. You know, I have, I have chosen. You've come to terms with who you are. Mm -hmm. I have chosen to be the type of person in this context, being a man in the world. Like I, I had a point in my life where I could have chosen to do different. And I chose this one because it is who I am. It's what I want. Which is uh, has been such a cool, just side note, has been such a cool trip for me since then, since this little fit that I threw, because that's something that's really big right now. It's a topic of conversation. Yeah. Trans- it's in your face. Everything, it's in your face. And it's it's made me realize 
that for every person out there who has who has chosen to follow that path, a person who is transgender, um, and I'm not getting into by birth or by choice. I'm just saying just that there's, you make a decision if you're gonna if you're gonna go with Don't that or not. Don't you think that everybody, when we're going through puberty, mm-hmm. m- makes a decision like that? Yep. And some of us, it just takes longer for us yep. to figure out where we sit on the scale. And that's for, that whole Kinsey scale thing. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And for everybody who has, everybody out there who who is living their best life and who is being themselves and has, has chosen to pursue that transgender life path for every person that's done that, there's gotta be like maybe three, maybe four, maybe five, maybe one other person who not even still struggling, who went through that and whether it was conscious or not decided to, who didn't, didn't make you know, the right, what if they thought they didn't make the right choice? Mm-hmm. People who struggled with it and made the right choice and didn't make a change. Oh wow! That's what I'm talking about. You know, there's a there are millions of other people out like out there who are just like me. You know, and <laughs> well, everybody. So you is know a that cutie, like, but doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, do you understand that? Mm-hmm. No, but it does. Okay, but so no, it, no, like, well, it, it matters like, to me. Right, I'm saying for me, sure. Like, mm-hmm. and. And what's it, yeah. the problem? Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, you could have told me that you're a toaster. Listen, I'd be like, okay. Right. Well, my friend Alex step. is a toaster. Yes. That's the first step. Yeah. Is like having the somebody that is okay to mm-hmm. speak with it, but to the person that's dealing with it, it has to get dealt with. Yeah. And just not dealing with it was... But isn't part of it how people are going to react? No. It's how you feel. Or, like, it's you always, like... With your own heat on your <laughs> on your fucking shoulders, yeah. you know, like you're walking around with the big red nose, and no, nobody sees it but you. But you still feel that same embarrassment, or like you're found out, or whatever. For me, that's that's definitely true. But for me, it was about other people, totally. Um, which was it? The other people part about it was what made me feel like that's not something I'm going to figure out and push that down because. You're gonna be alone on that path, dude. <laughs> your friends, your friends and your family are not gonna want to get it. You know, they're Aww. gonna be like, it would be, it, it would be really weird. You know. Oh well, and they for would've... them. No, for them is everyone. But but how it affected me was what was important. What was what made it important and made me say, I'm not gonna do this. This is because so... that, it's pretty easy for me to say. Well, f- like you know, if somebody's not gonna like something about me, it's usually pretty easy for me to say like. Don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. It's actually something that I was rolling over my head that I wasn't liking. The reason why that was coming up in the trip was what I was saying earlier about giving myself a hard time for not being myself with my mom and my family and having that connection of oh, like, shit. well, okay, you're not being your true self. And so, of course, you're they're okay not going to know how to be. Out? Yes, I am. Okay. Yep. Fair when enough. you said this morning when you were out here drinking coffee and you're like, hold on, I'm going to grab the recorder, I... It, I instantly made a decision that I was going to talk about that Fuck part specifically. Yeah, because yeah. there's no reason to be. Hell yeah! Give me a high five, Alex. I love you. I so much. love you, man. Because she was right there with it. Oh my god! Wow. Mm-hmm. And you know what else? Like, like I hate to. I kind of hate to admit it, but don't like, leave Ryder hanging. Oh. <laughs> you too, Simon. <laughs> I, was, I was content with not even having You're right there. No, I mean, like, and it's... And it's Simon's making his debut on the show. Yeah, welcome, Simon. Well, the, is this going on the... This is the topic. This, this will go, go out. I'm putting this out. out. Yeah, I'm putting yeah, this out. Yeah. So, um, I was... 
I was like, okay, you haven't been yourself. You haven't allowed yourself to be yourself. And that has jammed you up in these ways. And that brought back that thing and made me go like, like even in that moment, I felt good about the decision that I made at some point to continue going on with my male personality, whatever, even though that still felt right. I was like, should I have, should I be questioning that? Is that thing not okay? Because it really feels like it's okay. But what if I didn't do that? And then I started to feel like I, one of those things that I was giving myself a hard time for not doing. Oh my God. I just lost. How I was going to say this. It felt like, okay, well now I don't even like my, like I didn't even trust my own judgment. Oh wow. Any more of that for a minute, which at first felt really bad. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. About Ever. any of this shit. Like, all these are things that you were just thinking about a minute ago. <laughs> you don't even know what you're fucking talking about. So for a second, it was like, okay, that means it's all way worse oh, because I'm shit. back to square zero. <laughs> I have to start over with all this shit. And this happens in the span of, like, three seconds. All this thought. <laughs> three seconds and three hours somehow at the same just time. Like, yeah. 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 It feels like... Big and, time. and not to mention... There's a group of musicians on the stage narrating the whole fucking thing for you. And they were not narrating it quietly that night. They were going pretty good. Yeah. They were oh, chugging was, along. Oh, they, a, blast, a, they put you on blast. That was a time. heavy yeah. show, and it was perfect. It was about that kind of... Yep. Get it out. <laughs> no, yes. no, no. Isn't yeah. that the night they did Day Job? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yes. yes, it I could was. not tell you. Yes, absolutely yeah. it was. Keep your day job. That man. is, like, we were talking about that earlier of, like, yeah, after the show, I can kind of remember, but then it goes away. That was one where we walked out of there, and I I knew that Dark Star was playing that night. <laughs> and that they'd played <laughs> their instruments. shit happened. But, I, yeah. But I, that was all, like, that realization of me being, like, you don't fucking understand any of this shit, and, like, you're even more fucked now made me took me that was the beginning of me coming around and being like like yeah you do like, you know what you're talking about with this you know yourself and you know how hard you can chew on things and stew on things and run around the hamster wheel cage in your head and give yourself a heart oh uh, uh, oh I like realized everything I'd been doing that night of just like in my head going and was like of course that's one of the things that you do and it's not a bad thing. It's the way that your brain works. It's the way that Alex thinks. It's how you figure things out. Yeah, how you figure how you things do, out. Do your trip. And why am I, like, Mel was standing right there next to me celebrating this fucking, this bubble pop, this moment. And I realized that she was celebrating it. And then Blaze and almost fell to the balcony. And then Blaze almost fell to the balcony. It's okay, and, I caught him. How was Blaze and doing? I never really, awesome. I never awesome. really. Uh, he just gets a little loose. Blaze, Blaze, oh, he is, doesn't get a little. Very, <laughs> he's very. Uh, he turns into he, a waggy Blaze, inflatable Blaze inflatable is a, tube. Yeah, he's a weeble wobble and weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. And Blaze wants to uh, touch everybody, make out and hug and be with everybody. Yeah, yeah. and the people that don't know him, he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah no, he'll go through those random ass the ones that he goes in their face. fucking face. Yeah, walks up. Well, everybody knows what you're doing. Yeah, but I've had like an older deadhead like look at me like get your kid off me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not someone better not, take yeah. care of him before I do. Yeah. Catch, catch, catch your son here, to, man. Oh, you guys, this is what happened again in tangents. Alex made a good point. Uh, well, it's my, all good. My no. point was yeah. to Alex. I was going to say, so once that bubble pops, now we're a year later. Mm-hmm. Like, does talking about it help now that it's like out in the open? Yeah, talking about it. Does talking, it make it seem less? Yeah, big time. That's why I wanted to record it, because it already seems it already seems like less, 
like the fact that when you said that and it was just no thing in my head and I wanted to talk about it was pretty cool but even that was not like a like yeah man you're doing it, it was just like you know this whole thing has by letting it come out and come to the surface inside and unpacking things over the last year and unpacking things in the moment and everything it just it just took the weight off of it and now when i think about it it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable it doesn't make me feel like so next i'm time bad you trip, or dumb that thing isn't going to be there to Mm-mm. The the booga booga man isn't going to be there. Be like, blah, blah, blah. they be like, fuck you, man. There have been the last. Yeah, it happened. It yes, it happened. It, I think it was a J Rad. I know it wasn't at the last CRB show, but I'm pretty sure it was a J Rad where there was a moment where I was dancing my ass off on the floor and Thank having you. a great time and totally in that moment and didn't like start to go that direction again, but just like that flavor from the previous trip like we've been talking about all night. And I I just remember and I was with Blaze too. Actually, funny enough, peeling him off of an old deadhead, <laughs> and 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 I just remember Blaze asking me what was so funny, and I was and I realized I was standing on the floor, like holding my gut, looking up, and just belly laughing at myself and at that moment, and also celebrating how good it felt not to ever have freedom. To worry about that again. Yep, and Simon, it was or not yeah. Simon, um, Aaron. You talk about that dark. That's that dark passenger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm would... dealing with at freaking um, Terrapin. Oh yeah. You're actually in a place with all this family around you, right? Couldn't feel more loved, and then these thoughts are coming on to you like the worst that they've ever been. Why? Not because you're doing anything bad. Because you're in a situation where this is where it needs to happen around love amongst. All, so it puts you in a situation, and when we were at Terrapin, it was the same thing. It was like, okay, Aaron got us here. We're interviewing the band that created our theme music. We are... Aaron and I have no beef between us. We're, like, operating as a unit. We All these perfect things, and he's tripping and telling me that he's not tripping. Mm-hmm. Like... Who are you listening to? Look, open up your eyes. But for me, I needed to do that so that afterwards, just like Alex is talking about, so afterwards I could unpack it and look at it for what it really is. Because obviously that's an insecurity that's in me, right? Yeah. And so it needed to come up in that moment because as soon as we were done, I was laughing at myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. That that's over now. I don't ever have to feel like that again. Awesome. But it had to get to the point where I couldn't sit on it anymore. It was like a bed of nails just drove me crazy that whole day. It was, I was out of my mind. And then as soon as we sat down and started talking, I was like, this is what I do. Oh, and I don't have to feel like that anymore. Alex doesn't have to feel like that anymore. Ryder doesn't have to feel like that anymore. And now, every single day, when I do that to myself, not rolling in the deep with my friends at a show, but just walking around the world and living that, you know, going to the grocery store in the bank and taking care of my kids and myself, when I start to do that same thing, in the light of day and with a clear head, it's so easy just to do it, and you're not thinking about it and going over it, it's just happening. And now when that starts to happen, I link it to that really intense experience. I can't help it. It was really intense. And now it's it gets easier and easier to just do every time. Yep. And I know that I'm never going to have to stop trying. But just 
it's just part of the it's just part of the equation now. It's just part of my formula. Well, Darwin, what do you have to say about it? What do you want? What? What? I don't know why you guys are paying more attention to that little box thing in your hand than me. <laughs> Tell us. But it's not you, furry. You won't let me. I want right. to tell my story. We should all. I'm insecure when I'm alone and I have to eat the trash. And your own shit. <laughs> I got one more thing to say. Well, that's more of a, of a joy thing. When you are in that love space that Mal was just describing, you are. That's a high, obviously. And. But you are really, really close to like that fullness of love and that's the trouble with love is it's other face you can't have it without all that nasty part and so there's no way it's, to, it's yeah. like it's kind of like walking out on thin ice when you take psychedelics not in the bad context of yeah. like you're on thin ice man but but that that border you can't experience love like that without letting the border between the good and the bad really. stuff become very very thin and when you're high you're just one brain cell away from jumping over that line a little bit but it's okay because it's supposed to be there. It, it's their one thing. Everything you know? needs contrast. That's hard to. That's a hard thing to remember. It's a hard thing to remember, yeah, and we, yeah, I don't really I understand it. Say, like, it feels like you're gonna <laughs> die or go insane if you if yeah. you let yourself be like that mm-hmm. for a minute. But it's for what? A second. It's the trouble with. It's the trouble that every single person has. Every hang up that you have, it's because you're bent out of shape about something. You're pent yeah. up. You're it's caught up. Something. Whatever it is about it, that's letting it you. Yeah. Or if you just let it be. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. All right. That part's for my Let's friend. Let's let then. it be at Biscuits Cafe. Oh, yeah, we're we going to Biscuits? Eat. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're, we need to eat. We do. Or bring food. Yeah, we need like, to. I we're going to go to the grocery like, store. Hey, did you need anything? And Simon came in and was like, We right. don't have any food. Like, that's just plain and simple. Aaron already told, one of the first things Aaron said this morning was that he was like, it's a good, I know it's a good day because I'm actually looking forward to going to the grocery store. He was like, I have nothing to do. Well, I do got to go to the grocery store. But that's so, one of the things that makes a good day. We love you guys. I hope that I know that this will speak to some of you out there, or a lot of you, or one of you, whatever. And yeah, I'm glad you guys are here to have coffee with us this morning. Me this too. Is, this is what happened. It's good to be back. Love you guys. Love, love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> Hey listeners, 
I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.